is up bros i'm caleb and i'm jonathan and we are a couple of bros on a mission to give you guys the most detailed movie reviews out there with as little bias as possible welcome to the all bros and a big welcome to sam nelson who's already yeah, in our, our chat that was quick love it yeah seriously <laughs> damn love it thank you sam yeah we absolutely <laughs> love it all right um so this week on the podcast, we have one new item in 4K Spotlight that we're going to talk about. And then in our Through the Wall, we have another item. And funny enough, they both start or end with X. <laughs> and then F- But, you know, one we actually give a shit about. <laughs> so. I just have to point that true. out. Absolutely oh, true. Oh, man. Um. So yeah, and then after that, we'll be getting into our breakdown this week, which will be our review of Haunted Mansion. Uh, And I don't know about you, but I seriously just came home from watching it. Really? I saw it Sunday, so... Yeah, I I waited till like... Damn, man, you're cutting it close. Holy shit. My my viewing was at uh, 5.15 today. And it is now like nine something. So I'm like, I barely got home. Or at least it feels Damn, like, my, like the man. movie didn't end till like seven forty. I didn't stay till after credits, so I don't know if uh, you there wasn't anything. I, I looked it up. Yeah, there was nothing. So you didn't miss anything. Okay, good. <laughs> um, isn't it okay? Can we? Um, I just want to. I just want to point out. It's kind of frustrating now that. Since everyone's kind of copied Marvel after the whole post-credit, end-credit thing, that literally feels for every movie now, you have to look up on your phone once the credits start rolling. If you don't want to stay the whole time uh, to see if there is either a post-credit scene or an end-credit scene. Does that, does that annoy you too? Yeah, it freaking bugs the shit like out of me. Like, listen, I'm going to stay right. after the credits. For, like, I, I like to. I like to stay after the credits just to like show my appreciation for the filmmakers. No, same here. Um, and all that. Um, and you also uh, beat the mat, or you uh, get to let you. Wow, it lets you um, have the opportunity to like let the huge like crowd that is just rushing out of the theater to uh, you know calm down a little bit because that's always frustrating. Oh yeah, for sure. Um. And real quick to Sammy, yes, go see this movie. It is, yes, spoiler, freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Now the question is, who liked it more? You'll find out. Another spoiler, or spoiler alert, probably me. Yeah, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I really liked it. I had a good time. But yeah, K- seems Caleb loved this movie. So it was so good. Um. But yeah, like so apparently, so uh, Brielle freaking sent me this uh, this reel. Apparently, there's this freaking app that you can use, right? And you like right before the movie starts, you like push a button, like on the movie, and then it will like thirty. It's like thirty seconds or so before, um. Um, yeah, like 30 seconds before there's like a good point to take a pee break, uh, like your phone will vibrate and then you can like haul ass and, and then come back and 
it will like and then you like I don't know if you have to push the button again or what, but it will tell you like what you missed. And then what like once the movie's over, it will tell you at the end whether or not there's a an end credit scene. Okay, you got to tell me this app. I mean, you usually even if I have to use the bathroom, I'll just hold that shit because I, I don't want to take the chance. I know, me too. Um, me too. But like I want to see how accurate it is. Dude, seriously. But I like I I probably w- would test this on like a movie that I've already seen or maybe I'll just oh, like yeah, definitely. maybe I'll like test it, like push the button and then wait for it and then there you uh, go. just to see like how how good of a description it gets. Um dude, if that if that is actually accurate, um yeah, that's insane. Sierra, what? Yeah, what in the actual hell? You just thought the Barbie was meh? You thought Barbie was meh? <sighs> I'm offended. Rude. Barbie was amazing. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, um, so, yeah. like I'm not with him. <laughs> I Yeah, I freaking... Like that that uh, Sierra wasn't a fan, but hey, I'm not the movie breakdown expert. <laughs> expert is a very very strong word. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't even know what to say to that. Yeah, did Stacy not like it either? What? <laughs> okay, Sammy, you got if Sammy's still on, Sammy, you got to chime in. Like, did you did you like it? I'm very curious now. I know I know people that are listening to this on Spotify, they're just like, what the hell is going on now? Yeah. Uh, we're <laughs> but, live like, I have to know. We're live streaming this and people are commenting that have wrong opinions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. Um. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um. Anyway, what was I saying? So yeah, I'll have to. I'll I'll let you know the name of that app. Um, I don't remember it yeah, off the top of my head, but it sounds pretty killer. You know what app I'm in? Okay, it's it, of course it's not an app that's gone away. But do you miss on? Well, okay, th- there's no Cinemark out there. Um, but do you remember when Cinemark used to have Cinemode that you could like turn on and if uh you know would keep your phone on, on silent and then after the movie ended you turned it off and you got like rewarded for it? Yeah. I wish that they brought that back after COVID. Like, I get, you know, like, with the whole, like, um, oh, my God. Like, the movie program that they have now at Cinemark. I can't believe I'm forgetting it, considering I'm a part of it. Um, but, yeah, I, I kind of miss that kind of stuff. Yeah. Dude, we got freaking gypped. Like, once the everything started coming back, they, it's like they forgot, com- like, about all the, like, the cool rewards that they used to do. Dude, seriously. But whatever. I mean, I guess like the whole like how if you're a member, you get like that 20% off concessions. I guess that's I guess that makes up for it. Um, yeah. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Ben to see. How we want. Oh, OK. Dude, I am wait. So Sammy went to go see Insidious instead of Barbie. Um, I, I can't I can't do like. 
crazy horror movies like that in theaters. He can't. I I barely made it through through Haunted Mansion, and Haunted Mansion was not scary whatsoever. I mean, that's not that, that's not always that's uh... not really true. It was kind of scary at times, but yeah, I can't do horror Just... movies in theaters. But apparently, it was good. So. Yeah. yeah, she wants me to try to convince you to uh, check out. Have you seen any of the Insidious movies? Uh, which one was the the one with the uh, the lawnmower? That's sinister. That okay. That, that's that's not, not the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I know exactly what you're talking about. Freaking um, when I first saw that movie. That scene, I had to turn it off. Like, and I did not go back to that movie for a couple months. It took me a little bit to actually go back and finish that. And that's saying something for me for how much I love freaking horror movies. Um, so yeah, Sinister is probably the scariest movie I've ever seen. Insidious. Considering I had to stop. No, not not Insidious. uh, Sinister. Okay, I was like, dude, like no way in hell I'm watching it then. (laughs) No, no, the the lawnmower movie. Um, yeah, dude, freaking considering I had to stop halfway through and then at a later date, I had to come back and watch it. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. Scariest movie I've ever seen, honestly. I mean, fair. It, 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 yeah. But the Insidious movies are really good. (sighs) I I don't know. You really should watch them. I don't know if I can. Dude, we should watch it on big screen. Come on. That. (laughs) (laughs) I tried, Sammy. I tried. Yeah, absolutely the hell not. That is another movie that I watch on the end of my bed with my feet towards the wall so no one like comes and grabs my feet, lights on, like like subtitles, oh, like all that shit. good stuff. Like no oh way God. in hell. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Uh no. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> getting it. Um, not getting into so yeah we have our 4k uh through the wall all that we're going to get into so without further delay let's say we get into this let's do it need motivation angry dad podcast trying to jumpstart your life angry dad podcast you want help getting off the couch angry dad podcast you need a verbal kick in the ass angry dad podcast you want to hear from somebody who's been through it all angry dad podcast i am here for you you can find me on all podcast platforms all righty so first up we got 4k spotlight um so rose actually has this all all up and good to go. So let's get that going. Whoop. That that there we go. Good. Yep. Okay. So it's the movie that uh, neither of us give a shit about, <laughs> or at least the franchise that neither of us give a shit about. Accurate. Uh, I've only seen one of these movies, Too Fast, Too Furious, and I think I've already shared my opinions on the podcast about. This franchise just, we're up to 10, and the fact that we've come this far is just amazing. It Not not amazing. Um, I don't know. I, I just can't believe that they've come this far. I mean, they keep making money. 
Uh, I know that this one did not do so well, uh, did not do so hot. Good. Uh, it is time so... for this franchise to die. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know, man. I think Vin Diesel said that he's, uh, there's going to be an 11 and 12. I don't know if that's going to happen. Oh my and he hell. wanted to split like the last one into two parts. Um, so dude, I, I, I honestly don't think that's going to happen. I think he, for how, because I, I think this movie only grossed like 300 million uh, worldwide, like three or 400 million. Um, but yeah, for how low that box office is, um, honestly, uh, I feel he'd be lucky if he gets number 11. Dude, let's just hope he freaking doesn't. <laughs> like, this franchise needs to be, like, s- super done. Like, all. I swear, like, I think I've seen, like, a majority, and that's only because freaking Brielle likes those movies. They start to blend. Really? Yeah, they start to blend together, and so they all seem like the same movie. And then, like, it's just they do more and more stupid shit. Man, got a point. Like, I freak was, I, I know it wasn't this one, I think it was, like, Fast 9 or whatever, or Fast 8, but when I made fun of Brielle, I'm like, you know, they're probably going to do something stupid, like go into space or something, and she's like, nuh-uh, they wouldn't do that, and it was the, it was whatever movie they went into space. I think that was the previous one, Fast 9, wasn't it? It, it might have been, that, like, it, that seems, that seems right, but yeah, I freaking called it, I was just like, gosh, this is turned into the freaking Friday the 13th. Like Freddy goes to space or Freddy goes to hell. Like that's the next step. There are there. You just okay. Whoa! Did you just Jason, say Jason? Friday what the, the hell? Th- <laughs> I was gonna say, bro. Like, come on. I'm glad you caught that. <laughs> Keep, keeping me honest here. <laughs> Always, man. Don't, like Jason goes to X and Jason goes to hell. Not great movies. But at least acknowledge that it's Jason movies, not Freddy movies. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> it's okay. I it's just okay. associate Freddy and Jason together. You know, I, I I can honestly understand that. But yeah, so like I say, who cares? Like, dude, I freaking see ridiculous shit come from these movies. Like, someone's like, okay, when did you start? Like realizing that the Fast and Furious franchise was going down the shitter. And they're like, yeah, when freaking Vin Diesel or whoever caught a car. <laughs> Dude, they should have, like, I don't think it should have even gone this far, but they should have stopped with uh, Furious Furious 7. Um, like, La- Paul Walker's last movie. Like, from what I've seen of the ending, they um, hit Paul Walker and Vin Diesel's character go off in different directions. Vin Diesel says, like, a nice monologue about their brothership um just yeah it was it was it was nice i i never watched the franchise but you know it was a nice moment that's where it should have ended mm-hmm. i that's exactly where it should have ended i i think that was like the last or the last one i saw in theaters actually i think it was the last one i've seen period but yeah, like I was like, okay, finally they can put this franchise to rest. And nope, we got three more movies after that, <laughs> with a fourth on the way. Like freaking what? <laughs> the only thing that looks fun about this one is that Jason Momoa is playing the villain, and you can just tell that he's having the time of his life. Oh yeah. 
So absolutely, I'll give the movie that. Like at least Jason Momoa was having a good time. Yeah, that's that usually is a, a pretty decent recipe for a good a good time at least. Maybe not good yeah. movie, but like you'll enjoy <laughs> yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so enough shit talking about Fast X. Let's actually talk about the actual release. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so this uh, Tuesday, uh, Fast X comes out, and um, there's three. So there's two exclusives, but I could not find one exclusive. It's a Walmart exclusive, um, and it's it's so plain. It's lit- It's just a different slipcover, as far as I'm aware. Um, and it's like, I think it's the teaser poster. It's a black background and then just says Fast X. Lame. That's it. Yeah, right? I agree. Um, but, so this is the Bare Bones 4K release. Um, Blu-ray is literally the exact same. Um, so I didn't even bother to include it. Uh, literally the only thing different is that uh, this up here, I think, is... Wait, no, I'm sorry. No, no, it's the same shit. No, this is still blue. Um, but yeah, no, this is, this is still gray. Um, yeah, so exact same. Uh, so yeah, so it's literally just the poster. Um, and then, uh, the, uh, other exclusive is the Best Buy exclusive steelbook, which I will say I appreciate with this, that they actually kept up with the design from the other Fast and Furious movies that they came out with this, came out with, with this exact same setup for steelbooks. So at least it will actually look complete. With the other uh, steelbooks, and it won't look like freaking off and stupid. And at least they will all match up. Yeah, I will say I don't hate this cover. Like it kind of has like the no, classic th- Fast and Furious vibe. It does. I I can definitely agree with you there. I also appreciate that uh, with all of them, they put the actual like number in the top corner. I like that. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Um. I will say, I wish they actually used like a picture of a real car. Like, why does that Fair. look? Why does that picture look so fake? Yeah, like the coloring and, and everything, also, like, f- like fine, whatever. But like, if that's not a picture of a real car, that just feels awkward. Yeah, you know, fair enough. I know I'm not a car guy. Yeah, I mean, it looks there's, there's, it, it just it looks fake. Like, zoom in on it. It does if you can. Uh, I'm not tech savvy like Caleb. That's blurry as hell. <laughs> that looks super fake. <laughs> yeah, I stand by it. They should have gone with like a real car. Does the license plate say "car sick"? Can I zoom in? Right now? I don't think it's like really gonna help. But like, yeah, that looks like car sick. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of, okay. That's so yeah, that's, dumb. That's a okay. That's 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 quite a license plate. All right, whatever. Man, like you should just put Fast X or Family or something. I don't know. Yeah, Family. Yeah, Car yeah, sick. Family. Freaking dumb. <laughs> oh yeah, shit. Sammy agrees with me. Definitely yeah. looks fake. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I definitely agree with both of you. <laughs> She said they use the Hot Wheels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, seriously though, straight up. Yeah, oh, that man. is uh, 
no good. <laughs> like, no good at all. <laughs> Shit. But if you guys like this franchise, it comes out Tuesday. So, yeah. I think we've uh, talked enough shit on it. Yeah. You know, if you guys if you guys actually like it, you know, kudos to you. It's just not our thing. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so if that's all you got for 4K Spotlight, uh, we can move on to our Through the Wall, which is actually good. Um, yes. We're going to be talking about Saw X. <laughs> Oh yeah. This looks so good. Seriously, and the fact that th- this just made me even more hyped when I looked at the IMD page after watching the trailer and saw that the director of Saw 6 and Saw 7 is directing this one. Don't get me wrong, Saw 7, the final chapter, kind of sucks. Actually, it does suck. Um, but Saw 6 is arguably my favorite Saw movie. So, I am so freaking excited for this one. Dude, this looks freaking awesome. The fact, that, and also the fact that it um, takes place between Saw 1 and 2. So, we have John Kramer as the main character this time. Like, this is truly going to be his movie. Oh my god, that makes me so excited. Okay, Sammy, yes. Sammy's got a point. I, okay, listen. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Here's my rant. Saw is a slasher. Slashers are not okay. Yes, it is a slasher. No, a slasher is technically classified as a horror movie. Okay, technically. Okay, so you got me on a technicality. So so (laughs) Sammy does have a point. How she pointed because Sammy pointed out that she um, he's scared to watch Insidious, but he can watch Saw when they're both horror movies. yeah, no offense, Caleb. She's got a point because yeah, Halloween is considered a horror movie, and you do just fine with those. Okay, again. So okay, listen. I understand <laughs> that these are classified as horror movies. Totally get it, but it's a horror subgenre. I am f- totally fine right. with horror, like they're slasher movies. There's like that's how I classify those. Like I am totally okay with slashers because it is a horror subgenre. Straight up horror, like demon shit, like Insidious. No bueno. <laughs> oh man, I don't have to do shit, Sammy. <laughs> Don't worry, Sammy. I'll make sure he watches them. <laughs> ne- next time I come out, Caleb, those are the four movies we're watching. Or is it five? I can't remember. Uh, Sammy's at four or five. Dude, I I will lose my shit. And you know I will. Oh, I know. Like, It'll be worth dude, it. Like, It'll be totally worth it. I, like, we've even, like, we've tried it with the freaking, like, paranormal activities. Like, I, cu- I could barely That's make true. it through he those. That's true. He could barely. Yeah, dude, you didn't even. I don't. Did we? Did you make it through all of them? Actually, uh, no. <laughs> we got okay. to like the. I think we he got to the one with the twins, and I was like, I can't do it. And then we attempted to watch. Um, well, what's the one with like the crazy chick who steals your tongue? 
Oh, Dead Silence. Yeah, we tried watching that, and then I fucking love that movie. Yeah, and I was like, mm, nope, not happening. <laughs> like, it, yeah, I oh, I can't man. do it. Can't freaking do it. <laughs> Dude, you know what? I can't say shit about you you not being able to do Dead Silence because. I went to go see that in theaters as a kid, and I actually could not handle it. Like, um, we as you we shouldn't have. The, <laughs> <laughs> we had to leave the theater. I think I was like, how old was I? I think like nine or ten. I think. Um, so, like the first after the first twenty minutes, so we had to leave the theater. But the theater people were really cool. Um, not only did they give us a refund, but they gave me like a. Uh, I think I think it was like like the like posters that they actually use for like when they're showcasing what's playing, um, but they gave me a poster of TMNT uh, since uh, that was coming out. I think uh, like the next month. So okay, so, so okay, so so Sammy says it's five Insidious movies now. Holy shit! Oh, rude! The shit I will do for a guest, though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, don't. F- All right, Sammy, you gotta watch Dead Silence now too, just so we can get you on that for it. On not only so we can get you on for that episode, but so Caleb c- can actually watch it. I won't do it willingly, though. <laughs> that will absolutely so be me, against my will. <laughs> so what you're telling me is you definitely want to watch it on big screen. That's what you're telling me, right? I am absolutely telling you to eat shit (laughs) if you think that i'm watching that shit on big screen come on man it's the best way to experience vr come on yeah no i don't i don't need to be an adult that shits themselves watching a horror movie (laughs) that that is not a story that i need to have in my life Hey, but it'd be one hell of an Albro story. Come on. That is completely besides the point. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, Saw X. Saw X. Yeah. Looks freaking sick. (laughs) So so this is like a time jump between... Is this between two and three, or... No, so this is between one and two, and... So I was able to tell that um I mean before I found before I even found out about it online is the fact that Amanda at the end of the trailer has that type of haircut and she did she um only had that um in the f- I can't remember if she had in the first but I know she had it in the second and she has a completely different one in the uh, third so that's how I was able to like truly tell that this takes place between Saw 1 and 2 okay um. Yeah, no. Th- like, I never thought about like them being. Able- I never thought about this idea of, uh, you know, with John Kramer's cancer, he, uh, his doctor suggests that there's, um, this uh, what is it? Um, this type of uh, shit. How would you explain? Like that? an experimental treatment. There we go. Um. Is it Mexico City? Yeah. And then okay. it turns out that they didn't even like touch the tumor. Yeah, didn't do shit. And so of course, you know, John Kirk was just like, Oh, you know, only got months to live. I gotta, you know, teach them their lessons. I gotta have them play the game. 
So that is probably the ideal concept for this movie. <laughs> I I I don't make it a <laughs> habit of refusing gifts, but no. <laughs> No, Sam, I will not. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, damn. I am electing to not shit my pants. Caleb's no fun. Nope. Um, yeah, anyway. They're, like, the continuation of the Saw story. Like, I, I feel like there's always kind of been that missing link. And I, fe- I think that this kind of fits into that slot perfectly. I absolutely agree. Um, there, um, there's a line in this trailer that is not only spoken at the beginning, but towards like the middle where it makes more sense. And I actually found I for some reason I didn't recognize the voice um, at first, but I found out online that it's Mark Hoffman, uh, the guy that takes over for Jigsaw from Saw Four to Seven, and he says one of the most badass lines. He says, "Of all the people to cheat," he he says, "Cheat, right?" Yeah. Yeah. He says. Of all the people that cheat, you choose John Kramer. And you're just like, yeah, you know, you got a point. Yeah. Like, you definitely done messed you're up. You're just asking a. A. for Ron. death. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're just asking for death at that point, honestly. Mm-hmm. But, oof. I, I'm excited to see where this one goes. Um, Dude, same, the traps especially look freaking insane. Oh, they look so like, good. Like, um,. I don't. I don't think they showed it in the tr- the trailer. But like, have you seen like the teaser poster where it has like those two like tubes connected to the eyes? Yeah. So apparently, it's um, acid that will pull that is going to pour, um, start pouring through those, and you have to. I think like you have to like break your fingers or something for the acid to not reach your eyes. And it's like ah, I'm good, dude. I can't. I Definitely can't. Fr- want that I can't trap. freaking handle like hands getting jacked up like that that's gonna be a rough one <laughs> dude what about the one where the guy has to freaking take out a part of his brain oh my gosh that one's gonna be insane yeah exactly sammy <laughs> there's some weird shit that's gonna happen in this movie and i am here for it <laughs> like oh I'm pumped. I'm so pumped. And it's... it's nah, same here. I think it's adding, like, a really cool um, aspect to this, where it, like, John Kramer is, like, it seems like he has, like, a... He's not, like, hiding behind a mask or, like, on, like, the sidelines. He is, like, there watching. Yes. And I love that so much. Yeah. But doesn't watch a movie about a kid who has bad dreams. No offense, Caleb. She's kind of got a point. You know what? I'm sick of your guys' shit. <laughs> sorry, Caleb. All right. Okay. I'll there, stop ganging there, up on you. I'm sorry. There's some sort of collusion here. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sorry. Uh, but, um, yeah, I. Damn. I'm loving, like, that he's kind of being like the overseer of these these games which it kind of like goes in line with the first so it's not like he has uh it's not like it kind of feels like a little bit more in line like if this is something that he started doing um 
uh, it makes sense that he'd want to be in like the middle of it. And so seeing all like our uh, being the on seer, like really makes sense for, for him. And it, like, I hope it adds like a really cool, like dynamic to this whole story. Oh yeah, absolutely agree. Pick on Caleb. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely uh... feels like that. <laughs> hey, I appreciate pick it. on Rose Knights. I, I know. There's like, absolutely pick on Rose okay. Knights. <laughs> I appreciate it though. It it keeps me on my toes. <laughs> That's the spirit. Uh I mean you gotta you got you gotta call me out on my bullshit, so <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't know about you, I'm at a solid, like, 9 out of 10 with excitement level on this. Dude, exact same, exact same. Yes, I'm so pumped. Like, I, this almost, this motivates me to actually go and, like, rewatch all of them. Dude, you should. I mean, don't you have them all on your voodoo? Yeah. Okay, um, so I thought. I think including Spiral and Jigsaw. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah, but like, yeah, so, this is this definitely go. might be my motivation to go back and rewatch all of them. Um, I mean, I don't. The need title any is I love the Saw franchise. Yeah, the title is interesting though, because this isn't technically ten. I mean, this is the ten. That is. Wait, if I'm if I'm counting right, it's got actually, the seven. Actually, technically, yes. Seven, eight, nine. Okay. If you count spiral yeah, and this jigsaw. Is, yeah, I you technically I guess would count those, even though spiral is from the book of Saw. It still counts as a Saw movie, I guess. So yeah, technically this is Saw ten. Yeah, I mean they. In I know it's like the book of Saw, so it's like its own like side story, but. In that, John Kramer was like a real person, though. It this is just yes. like going off of a, someone else who's was like inspired by him and and whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, so okay, I can get. I can I'm get assuming Spiral. Thing. It kind of makes everything like that, canon I, now, which is kind of cool. No, it does because I'm pretty sure Spiral takes place. Uh, I don't know how long after, but I'm pretty sure after Jigsaw, it doesn't take place in between. Uh, saw the final chapter and Jigsaw, as far as I know. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember when it when it takes when that one takes place. I know it takes place after John Kramer's been dead for a while because Samuel but, L. Dude, John, Samuel fa- L. Jackson's character like was one of the investigators on that. Yeah, dude. The fact that freaking um John Kramer's been dead since the the third movie at the end and they've been able to just carry this franchise on since then is it's honestly amazing yeah i mean they've made it work they've made it work they definitely made it work and what's cool too is like the guy who plays john kramer looks exactly how he did in the in the seriously to- tobin bell does not age doesn't seem like it or they just like hey he's dying of cancer what you gonna do <laughs> Like of course he looks a little older than than he should. Yeah, that yeah that's a good point. It's like because the last time we saw him, I mean we've seen him a couple times, like in flashbacks and shit. But 
yeah, like I, I'm so pumped. I I freaking love the twists that that's the Saw movies put out. Um, obviously there's some better than others, but like I I love that I was never yeah. able to like to call what was going to happen in the Saw <laughs> movies. Like I still freaking geek out about the first one, like when he like just stands up and like walks out i was like this is freaking dope <laughs> right oh love it yeah so super excited for this can't wait for it to come out um but yeah anything else on this because i i no i don't got anything yeah all right well with that let's say we get into this week's headliner Let's do it. So yeah, like we said, we will be breaking down uh, Haunted Mansion today. Um, So with that, we should set... A bit of a mood. Boop. Under saturation. Because <laughs> it is a spooky movie. The way he says that, we gotta set. We should set a mood. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway. Um. Oh, we appreciate that, Sammy. Aw, thank you. That's really kind of you, Sammy. Yeah, we... honestly, thank you to you and your family for all the support that you've shown us over the years. Oh yeah, like this is this this show's kind of like it's been my my first baby. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, like, it really. It, yeah. it is so so much fun to work on and do, and obviously keeps me in touch with Rose. But we're not here to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> God, Sammy tries to get all sentimental and Caleb shuts it down. Yep, exactly. Wow. <laughs> that's that's Caleb for you. No offense. And none taken. All right. Anyway, uh, we did ask a question yeah, of the week. Weird. Um, so the question of the week that we asked, and it, it, we couldn't really think of anything else to ask, but it was just, um, who was your favorite? haunted mansion ghost um and we did get a, a couple responses um so we'll kind of go back and forth and say some of our favorites i think i don't know if we have enough to do like five each but we'll just list off as many as we can uh so i will go first um over on youtube we have abby the muppet girl who said the Hatbox Ghost? It's always a fan favorite. Always a good choice. Oh yeah, classic choice. Um, so yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Rose, what do you got? Uh, for me, uh, coming from TikTok, uh, we got Cobra Kyle. And he said, "Whichever one isn't played by Jared Leto." <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Roasted. Uh. <laughs> Dude, I don't know about you, but I could barely, I couldn't tell at all that that was him. Dude, not even a little bit. 
like once not, he not, had not only in the sorry no like I was just saying like once they I mean obviously they had the art that looked like him but um like the past pictures and shit but like yeah that was uh you couldn't even see him and the voice was just so distorted too like it didn't sound like him either dude yeah right yeah like if someone would have told if if I didn't know that that was Jared Leto coming in, like yeah, I never, I never would have guessed. If any, no one ever told me that that was Jared Leto playing the hat box ghost, never would have guessed it. Same, like I, I, I couldn't tell by the voice. I couldn't tell by the look. It's I'm, I'm surprised that they they got Jared Leto to do that at all. Like they could have just done like a CG with some rando voice actor. Yeah. Seriously, like, why pay a high-paid actor? No, I'm not trying to sound like an asshole here. Um, I am. But, I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. You could have saved yourself I mean, a big old paycheck. And it's it's Jared Leto. A lot of people have a love-hate relationship with that guy. Um, I could really care less about Jared Leto. Like, not in a bad way. It's just, like, here. I'm so indifferent about him. Excuse me. Like, he does some weird shit. And, like... Which is whatever a lot oh, of actors seem to, but I don't understand why they would go through the trouble of hiring a big name like that just to do a very heavily CGI'd character. I agree. Like in that situation, we're not going there because it's Jared Leto. We're going there because it's the freaking Hatbox Ghost. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So. I, I completely understand that comment. <laughs> oh, um, Sammy didn't see the the question this week. You still have time to answer. Like we we yeah. don't have ten answers to go off of, so feel free. Like it's, yeah. like we said, favorite haunted mansion ghost. Um, yeah, but my next response comes from a Cody McKenna on Instagram who said, "Madam Leota." Always a good choice. Excellent choice. Like, but the okay. Here's a question though. Mad Jamie Lee Curtis's Madame Leota, or, or I mean, I don't know if they're talking in, in the ride. But for me, Jamie Lee Curtis's Madame Leota or um, Jennifer Tilly's Madame Leota. That's a tough one, right? I loved them both, but Jennifer Tilly, there's. Dude, I gotta give it to Jennifer <laughs> Tilly. I loved her so. Don't, I love Jamie Lee Curtis too, but Jennifer Tilly just freaking. I gotta say, she slayed in that role. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say it. She slayed in that role. Careful, Rose. You're letting your buy show. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, like I said, uh, excellent, excellent decision with Madame Leota. Classic, and whatever you or whatever version you're talking about is is an excellent choice. But Jennifer Tilly is the correct yes. answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, what do you got next? I uh, got another one from TikTok, uh, coming from Meatloaf. I love the name because meatloaf is good. I don't. I don't blame you for naming your account that. Uh, they said I like the fisherman because. Uh, sorry, I like the fisherman. One, he looks cool. 
Or he looks chill. Sorry. That's actually a fair answer, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, he he was very helpful in the movie, so you know. I'd yeah, d- I'd say he's pretty chill. He was freaking like he got freaking spooky too. Like at times, like like his like his uh haunting was freaking terrifying. That's true. Yeah, when he freaking um attacks uh Ben, and he's right. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Ben. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, go back. You're like, okay. It's like, I'm out. Nope. I ain't doing that shit. Yeah. Like, this wasn't based off of the movie. Like, you could have done it based off of any of the ghosts in the rides. <laughs> See, I couldn't have because I've never ridden the ride. <laughs> I haven't ridden the ride in years. So I was I was absolutely going off of the, the movie here. Um, Our last response i mean we got one other but it was it's completely unrelated um <laughs> it was from star wars catfish who says hatbox ghost um so yeah like again classic choice the hatbox ghost like i loved the the special on disney plus that went through all the rides and just like the explanation behind the hatbox ghost like it's it's insane. Like I, I freaking I love like the history behind the like that character. What's uh what's the name of that documentary on Disney Plus? I gotta check it out. Ooh, um, let me Google that real quick. Cause I don't know. Cause I know it was on like a special features for like a pirates movie, but so I don't know if it's probably on YouTube or something. But they did like kind of the same thing. Um, but they showcase like the um, how they made the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, and I remember how freaking like I thought oh shit was so cool as a kid, especially like how they made the animatronics and how they had to um, um, what's the word transport them from where they actually made them to the actual ride. Um, it, like literally, you could see people's because uh, they just like had them like wrapped up in like a, a, a the bed of a truck, and they actually got like footage of people's faces of uh, just like seeing them in in the back of the truck. What the hell is that? It's really funny. Yeah. Uh. So the name of the show is behind the attraction. <laughs> like I feel like that I could have okay. easily guessed that, but yeah, it's behind the attraction, and they go uh, through like all the rides and like the history behind them. Like they've done, like they did dude, one on Jungle so Cruise. Cool. Um, they did, it's a small world, uh, haunted mansion, obviously haunted mansion, obviously I'm I'm kidding. Um, I think they did splash mountain if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then what was the other one? Oh, the president's one. Oh, okay. Oh, so the hall of presidents. Yeah. Hall of presidents. I'm kind of shocked that they haven't taken Splash Mountain down, considering that sh- that ride doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a historical one. I mean, that's true. Yeah, I- dude. Speaking of Splash Mountain, um, I think I told you about this. Um, like the day after the ride closed, did you? Um, I was. Well, I don't think you did, but I went on eBay just to see like if anyone was you know selling stupid shit like a uh, Splash Mountain water. And some people were selling bottles of that stuff for upwards of two grand. Dead serious. None of it sold, thank God. Um, what? Like, how do you even prove yeah, that? D- d- 
<laughs> Beats me. But like, dude, uh, I saw like a clip on TikTok of uh, people like trying to collect it and water bottles on the last day, and uh, cast members would get over the PA. Don't collect the water. I'm sure they had to say that a lot throughout that whole day. Yeah, I mean, like you can't do it in, like, do it from the ride. <laughs> Freaking dummies when it's all dark and shit. <laughs> well, no, I think. Well, no, I mean they were still doing that. Um, but I mean Disney cast members can still see. Like, be, you'd be amazed in the uh, ride. Pretty sure. Oh, that's sketchy. Like, the type of cameras. Yeah, the type of cameras that they have nowadays on a uh, Disney rides. Yeah, they can see everything. Dude, how funny would it be for like I could just kind of picture like people going up Splash Mountain. And it's like right before they go down, the ride gets stopped, and you just see, like hear a cast member walk up the freaking hill, hand it over, grab the water bottle, then walk back down, and then it's like, <laughs> they go down. <laughs> oh, dude, that'd be amazing. Yeah. All right. Um, and then we did get one final response, which I'll, I'll obviously give to you because I read the last one. <laughs> I'm giving it to you because I don't know how to say her last name <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Wait, what? It's on the screen, bro. Oh. <laughs> Freaking read. I thought you were talking about TikTok. No, I'm like not so TikTok. confused. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So. I should just be fired. Like, honestly, can this just become the all pro podcast? No, the marketing's done. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, okay, sorry. Getting back on track here. Final response. Come from uh, good friend Sammy Lorenzo. Sammy, I hope I said that right on Facebook. You don't know? She said, <laughs> I hope... Dude, I don't really t- talk... T- I don't really ask people about their last names. Do you know how long it- I was calling you... Um, Was it Albers? I mean, that is technically how you say it. <laughs> I thought it was... Oh, wait, no. Sorry, no. Do you know how long I was calling you uh, Al- Albers? I mean, sorry, you're not wrong either way you say it. So you can say... You couldn't have told me that years ago? Well, you didn't ask. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Um, anyway... Oh, you did say it right. <laughs> I did! Yes! Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but so Sammy said... Caleb took it down. Oh, are you shitting um, me? <laughs> Freaking hurry up. <laughs> I'm sorry. She said, the one in the picture frame or at the table? Um, good answers. I've never <laughs> I've never r- rode the ride, so I unfortunately don't know what ghost you're looking at. Or ghost you're talking about. Jeez, I, I highly recommend watching the, uh, the behind the attraction. Okay. Um, because they, like, it's so cool. Like they have, um, we have, or they have, um, like the history behind <laughs> all of the ghosts and the way that they, um, the way they came to be. And then they even discuss like the difference because they have like the main staple ghosts, but they have different ghosts based on which ride you're going to. So the ones at Disneyland are different from the ones in Orlando. And the ones in Orlando are different from the ones in, like, Paris or France or... I heard it. 
don't say anything. <laughs> Wait, what? Did you not? <laughs> Freaking hell. I said. No. The. I said the ones in Orlando are different from the ones that you you see in Paris or France. Oh god. Oh. <laughs> Freaking hell. Way to make me embarrass myself twice, man. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> you you were absolutely welcome. Shit. Uh, uh this is truly pick on Caleb episode. Yeah, I mean I freaking did it to myself. <laughs> At least that go around. Um but yeah, anyway, all like every location has um location specific ghosts. So I know that like they have some in Japan um and like all Disney locations they have different style of ghosts, which is super cool and they and they kind of go into each um discussion and it's it's cool like just like I love hearing about like the architecture behind those rides. And like, it is always cool. Yeah, and like the process between, like, uh, of building something like that, and how they ad- have to adapt it for different locations. Like, it's it's freaking crazy. Yeah. Um. Like each each haunted mansion looks different too. Like the one in Disneyland looks more like a old colonial house, and then the one in. Orlando kind of has more of like a like the New Orleans uh style vibe about it. So like what we get in this one? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Or is it like a mix of both in it, this one or in the movie? Gosh, you're going to Sorry. Hold on. Hold on, looking for the picture. I know this is boring <laughs> all right here we go go into this one all right check it so this is the one at disneyland i think <laughs> what <laughs> the way you said that it's like you should try to sound hip yo check it <laughs> shut up i don't know why that was so funny wait actually no i i i've i think this is the one at disney land okay one of these is from disneyland one of these is from paris one of these is from japan i i don't know where where these where these specific ones are let me see i'm gonna guess the bottom left is from disneyland you might be right for all i know i can't freaking find this page i I hope so let's see sorry so this is the california one uh this is Orlando. Okay. This is Tokyo. Paris. And this one's called Phantom Manor. That's kind of huh. funny. Uh, Hong Kong. And that's it. Yeah. So those are the different think, Disneylands. I, th- I think California or, is my favorite. The California one is called, sick. That's the di- yeah. That that's definitely the oh if I would if I, when I do ride Haunted Mansion eventually that is like definitely the one that like I want to shoot to ride. Is that one? Yeah, it, it's a freaking it's a it's a freaking treat. Um, if you get a chance to go on it, 
I mean, unless you're me. <laughs> that that I honestly that might have accidentally ruined Disneyland for me, but <laughs> oh, shit. I, I'm I'm a major bitch when it comes to scary rides. So I've been told. Anyway. Thank you to everyone that answered our question of the week. We really appreciate yes, your responses. You. Um, but yeah, without further ado, let's actually get into this week's breakdown. Um, if you let's are new, it. if you are new here and don't know how our breakdown system works, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually score to come to a final All Bros letter grade. Uh, the eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then we give it our own personal score at the very end. All of those numbers get magically added up and spit through our algorithm and give us a letter grade to compare this movie to others of a similar grade, as well as a percentage that doesn't really matter, but it is kind of fun to see how these uh, end up ranking. So, without further ado, if you have not seen Haunted Mansion, it's a good one. You're probably not going to want to listen to this <laughs> if you don't like spoilers. Um, so, you have been properly warned. Uh, if you listen past this point and anything is spoiled for you, it is your own damn fault. Uh, so, without further ado, let's get into our favorite segment we like to call... Reading with Rose. With two E's. Sure isn't my favorite segment. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> oh. Alright, shit. I already had it pulled up and I lost it. Okay. Ben Mathias, an astrophysicist developing a camera to detect dark matter, meets and marries Alyssa, a ghost tour guide, and becomes entranced with, hers, with her belief in the supernatural. After Alyssa dies in a car accident, Ben gives up his career and continues to run her ghost tour. Years later, single mother Gabby and her son Travis move into Gracie Manor to turn it into a bed and breakfast, only to learn that it is haunted with ghosts. Ben is visited by the priest and exorcist, Father Kent, who hires him to photograph the ghosts. Ben is initially incredulous until he returns home and is haunted by a ghost mariner who forces him to return to the mansion. Ben learns that Gabby, Travis, and Kent have also fallen victim to hauntings, forcing them to stay in the mansion. Ben and Kent recruit Harriet, a psychic with legitimate powers, and steal blueprints to the mansion from haunted house historian Professor Bruce Davis. The group finds a hidden seance room, and Harriet manages to contact the spirit of Gracie, who leaves a written message instructing them to talk to the legendary medium Madame Leota. Upon trying to do so, a mysterious entity forces Harriet out of the house. Bruce arrives shortly afterwards and becomes haunted. The group stay at the mansion, where they proceed to look for Leota's ghost. Ben goes into the attic, where he runs, runs a foul of runs afoul of a ghostly bride and finds a locked trunk. Upon examining the contents, they find a crystal ball which houses Leota. 
Leota reveals that William Gracie bought the mansion and recruited, recruited Leota to try and contact the spirit of his dead wife, Eleanor, every night for a full year, releasing hundreds of ghosts into the mansion before an evil entity tricked Gracie into, talking his, into taking his own life and trapped Leota inside her crystal ball. Harriet attempts to perform an astral projection for more answers, but ends up sending Ben out of his body, who discovers Gracie, as well as the evil entity, the Hatbox Ghost. The next morning, Bruce takes Ben to get a sketch artist to draw up the Hatbox Ghost and identify him as Alistair, Alist, Alist, mm, Alistar Crump, a rich heir who killed his fellow socialites out of revenge for his father's abusive behavior and the death of his mother before being beheaded himself by his mutinous servants. Crump proceeds to lock the mansion down, but, Kent, but Ben, Kent, and Travis manage to escape. They find Crump Manor, which has become a historical site, and learn from the Mariner, who followed them, that Crump needs someone to willingly give up their life and become the mansion's 1,000th spirit in order to escape the mansion. Travis finds Crump's hat, which they can use as part of a ritual to banish Crump back to the afterlife. The three make it back to the mansion, where Ben and Kent rescue Gabby, Harriet, and Bruce, but Crump burns the hat and plans to use Travis's grief over the loss of his father to have him come to the other side. Ben finds Travis and manages to convince him to let go of his father as they and Gabby confront Crump in the graveyard. Ben makes peace with losing Alyssa, Kent manages to convince the ghost to turn on Crump and join forces with them, and Bruce delivers a piece of the hat to Harriet who uses Leota's incantation to banish Crump. Many of the ghosts decide to stay at the mansion, now in harmony with Gabby and Travis. Harriet regains full confidence in her psychic, psychic, abil wow, psychic abilities. Kent undergoes ordainment to become a real priest. Bruce maintains his newfound friendships, and Ben goes back to teaching and adopts a stray cat named Tater Tot, a nod to his wife's love for the snack. The group reunites on Halloween for a party at the mansion with the Happy Haunts. Fantastic. Dude, this, like, just kind of getting straight into the story, this was a really well done story. No, I, I can definitely agree. Like, I don't know the story uh, of the ride. Um, like, I, I don't know how that story goes, but... The, that story's more, like, it's open for interpretation. They don't really have, like, a set story in line. Um, okay. I mean, they kind of have, like, something that they walk you through a little bit but it's 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 more or less just to enjoy the the ride so they don't really get into like the gotcha. deep backstory or whatever like like this they they keep with the um like the, someone moves into the the haunted house and like they're stuck there and like the whole haunted like gosh i i, I want to hold on uh okay i'm trying to look up the uh like what the story behind it is okay so it's it's just sharing ghost stories is what i is what i'm getting oh, okay. it's just sharing different ghost stories like there's a uh a ghostly sea captain um a mansion home to an unfortunate family, a ghostly wedding party um, with well-known Disney villains and spooks. 
So it's just so Haunted Mansion is more just sharing like various ghost stories. Um, so like you get to see like the sea captain, obviously, um, like they share that story and they share a bunch of other stories. So there isn't any, there okay. isn't any one dedicated ghost in the Haunted Mansion ride. Um. So what this basically did is they took all of those cre or all of the the, um, they took all of the, um, no, I'm not bored. I'm just tired, Sammy. Sorry, <laughs> I don't mean to keep yawning. Um, oh balls! What was I saying? It's um, what this did is it tur- it it kind of like. F- changed the lore behind the hatbox ghost because i think the hatbox ghost was just another ghost in the haunted mansion like there wasn't anything special about him so they like them turning him into um like a main character or like a a, an antagonist was a really well done idea i agree considering that um Whenever I, I don't know, I feel whenever someone thinks of the the haunted mansion ride, that's usually the number one ghost that everyone thinks of is the Hatbox ghost. As as you can see from our question of the week, that was a lot of people's favorites. Yeah, and like a well deserved favorite. Like that they worked so hard on like mastering that that ride. Like it's in, it's insane. Like uh, the illusion is incredible. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I loved what they did that they, these people are all, um, stuck to a house because like the ghosts like can now follow them and, and whatnot and like be haunted in there. It's drawing them near to basically serve the Hatbox ghosts, um, ultimate plan. Um, But yeah, I thought that was like it was really well done, and it, it's interesting too, because it's like these people can leave. It's just they'd be haunted if they stay away for too long. Yeah, which is is really cool. Like it's it, like I love this concept, and like the execution of this was amazing. Um, like I I loved. I loved how it kind of opened up with like a really heartwarming um, interaction between Ben and his future wife and then how it grew from there and all of the different ways that they incorporated that, like that story. Like it, it was, just, it was heartbreaking and it was, it would, it threw emotional moments at you where you wouldn't quite expect them, which I really like. Very true. Yeah. Like you see like the the hatbox ghost in like the peak of this like super crazy climactic moment and the hatbox ghost in some last ditch effort says like you'll never see or your wife will never know that you loved her and then it's just boom like in that moment you get the flashbacks to all these moments where they're like just stupid in love and like and it, it like freaking breaks your heart. No, it it really does, but it also brings up I feel like such an interesting point that 
you know, like say um, you get into an argument with, you know, a spouse, family member, even a close friend, and it turns out that was the last conversation you ever had. They pass away the next day. And just it's interesting to think of how much that can like affect your your mental state of just thinking, well, they think that they they die believing that I was mad at them, that that I didn't love them, that I had um, I had a problem with them. But you you definitely believe the idea that no, once someone passes, like they just remember the good stuff. They 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 remember all the good memories you had, the love that you guys shared, just none of, none of that last uh, conversation, no matter, I feel if it was good or bad, um, they're not, none of that should matter. Just all of the good memories that you had. Yeah. And it was, it was interesting to see Ben accept that. Like it was so, so well done. I I feel like the flow of this movie like it kept a really solid, consistent pace. Like there wasn't any moments where I felt like that it was like lagging. Like maybe if I had to complain about one, it was maybe Ben's conversation with the kid. But that's such a minor gripe for me. No, that's fair, and especially for like a uh, close to two hour movie, or maybe it was actually two hours. Um. Yeah, like I, I'm with you. I, I felt that the story didn't drag at all. Um, like nothing really felt out of place. Uh, other, I'll agree with you. Um, Ben's conversation, uh, with uh, the uh, kid did maybe drag on for just a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, like like I said, for a two hour movie, especially like a haunted mansion two hour movie, um, all the story beats made sense. Um, every character's um motives everything that they did in this movie made absolute sense for the characters that it sets up at the beginning um just, yeah no like overall this is, this is a pretty pretty damn good story yeah um i don't know ex- like exactly where i i would put this i'm not i don't think i've quite cracked the the 90s for this i i would definitely i would agree um, I would say that this is definitely above average because, um, like, in the end, this is kind of a ghost hunting story. And it was about as predictable as you can get with that sort of thing. Um, like, don't get me wrong. They had, like, their their good, unique aspects. Um, but I, I think I'm sitting... Sp- around in maybe an 85 yeah man i think i'm gonna match it with that that's what i was thinking all right uh next up we got writing this one's tough because this had some killer lines but i think the overall script yes. was like a like slightly below average i i can definitely agree that agree with that um I I I want your opinion on the whole. Um, it turns out that Owen Wilson's character wasn't actually a priest. Um, I mean, he becomes one at the end, but you know, he he's telling Ben the whole. Oh, you know what? I'm I'm actually not one. I just put this on to. Uh, what did he say? It was his excuse was. Uh, Do you remember by chance? Basically, for a payday. 
Yeah. The, the, it felt um, so cheap, dude. It, 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 yeah, I, I'm like, I agree. Okay, why are we um, having this moment? Like, it, like it's... Sorry. No, I was just going to say, like, it's... It's Owen Wilson's character building up, like, this whole thing with Ben. And then it just kind of has, like, a flip-flop moment where now Owen Wilson's just like, oh, no, no, I'm scared. And he's like, nope, you don't get to be. Like, <laughs> like yeah, it, no, it, it felt seriously. kind of pointless. Like, I think it would have been it much did. better if he would have just been like, I'm afraid to do an exorcism. Yeah, that would make perfect sense. Understandable. Yeah, um, but the whole fake like it sucks. And, eh. Like it sucks that you get the, like um, those kind of um, like like that kind of writing, you know, like leading into like a joke that doesn't really pay off. But then you have really good writing moments where it's when they're sitting around, you know, at the um, at the table, and um, Ben asks. Um, Oh my god, what was Tiffany Haddish's character's uh, name? Harriet. Harriet. Um, he asks her if it's possible um, for her to uh, connect with his wife. Um, you know, she says that she's not able to and everything, but then I think in the next scene she explains why she's not able to and um, how she, she passed over peacefully, whereas uh, there's other ghosts that aren't able to and there's a reason behind it but she was able to go like like i don't want to say full like straight shot um but but it's the way that she explains it to him and it's very sentimental it's very heartfelt but it it, like sucks that you get like amazing great writing like that in those two scenes and then you get that kind of writing with you know owen wilson and just like yeah. I said, I know like they try to set it up for a joke, but it just didn't work. It's it's like for every great line that they had, they had something stupid to follow exactly it up. Yeah, like, exactly. I, but I will say, like the the good ones do shine through. Like yes, absolutely. my personal favorite is when Ben is like pouring his heart out to the group about. Uh, his relationship with his wife and then um, uh, Danny DeVito's character Bruce because um, he's talking about like what how she was like eating like a cheesesteak and then how she'd always like go out to get tater tots or do this or that or get ice cream and then so after Ben's done pouring out his his heart um, uh Danny DeVito's character is just like, what the hell was her cholesterol like? <laughs> like, just like yeah, bloody so hell, good. <laughs> and just no, like, like freaking yeah, roasting uh, Ben and his his relationship, and then uh, Father or then Owen Wilson's just like talking and be like, hey, like, like we're gonna get through this. I mean, probably not Ben. He he seems like he's a goner. Like. I, I freaking died, dude. That was that was, <laughs> that was yeah, fantastic. that was so good. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, but there there were some like damn there was some damn good writing. Like I even liked the, like the opening, like when they introduced the the mansion when uh, Gabby and Travis like walk in and. They're just like, there's nothing to be afraid of. And then she like looks up, sees the night, and she's like, 
nope, and grabs him and freaking runs. I'm like, that is a very I was not expecting that (laughs) at all, considering the trailer, they show the scene of like, I'm going to light a manila candle, it's going to change everything. Um, And you're just like, okay, so that's that's how we're going to set them up living. And then, yeah, after she says that, she looks up, she sees that, she's like, nope. I'm like, okay, caught me off surprise. All right, I'm very interested. That set this up perfectly. And it did. It made it, it. This is like one of the the things that I felt this did better than the 2003 version, because in the 2003 version, the whole haunting thing, that was just Eddie Murphy's character being stubborn. Yes. But here there was like a genuine reason behind it. Mm-hmm. And that felt amazing. Like it, it gave like good, good, solid reasonings behind everything. Um, but yeah, love, love that scene. Um, Travis was freaking hilarious going into the room, and he's like, "Nope, <laughs> like not playing this game." Uh. Um, gosh, and then even um, I feel like the writing for the hat box ghost was really well done too. Yes, like it was—it was so scary, intimidating, but also you understood like where it was coming from too. Like it—it it was great. So I—I I freaking loved that. Um, I will say too, at the end, I do wish that maybe the um, oh, uh, what's it called? I do wish that the the ending would have been a little bit more a mixture between a party with alive people and the ghosts. Um, I think that would have been really can definitely well done. You there. Like maybe they had like, they did open up the bed and breakfast and it's just super popular during Halloween. Like that would have been really cool. That, yeah, dude, that would have been awesome. Um, so yeah, I, overall, like, it was it was good. I I do say, I think like when the writing was good, it was really good. Like I think cracking in the nineties good, but it's just the this the dumb stuff like brought it down. Yeah, and made it like a little tough to be like okay, like we we're like we see what you're doing. Freaking get to the good shit. <laughs> so I I. Gosh, I might be around the same with writing, like right on the same level, sitting at an eighty-five. Because I, I'm, I'm, I'm averaging out where I think the writing, sh- like the, I think the good writing would be at a ninety, and the not so great would be around an eighty. So I think I'm just gonna meet myself in the middle. Yeah, man. You know, I gotta agree with you on this one too. Damn. Yeah. Um, yeah you're absolutely right. Okay, moving on over to acting, we have Lakeith Stanfield, who plays Ben Mathias, Rosario Dawson, who plays Gabby, Owen Wilson, who plays Father Kent, Tiffany Haddish, who plays Harriet, Danny DeVito, who plays Bruce Davis, Jamie Lee Curtis, who plays Madame Leota, Chase Dillon, who plays Travis, Jared Leto, who plays Crump, or yeah, Crump or the Hatbox Ghost, uh, 
And then I'll say that's it. Like, those okay. are the main, yeah, main people. Fair. Yeah, I, I can definitely agree with you on that one. Um, so who, like, where are you sitting with, uh, or, like, what's what's your top three look like? Uh, number one, oh, no, sorry, number three, um, I'd probably give to Danny DeVito, um, like, even though he was a part of, like, the big part of the group, I did expect him to have a little bit bigger of a role, um, but for, um, what, for what we got from him, he was fantastic as always, um, the, like you said, with the whole uh, line after uh, Ben just pours his heart and soul out to the group, and he chimes in with uh, his wife's cholesterol level. Um, that was great uh, when they're at that, um, is it, teppanyaki place? That, uh, I don't know what the hell it's called. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, that was great. Um just, yeah, whenever he was on screen, freaking guy stole the show. Um, but he Absolutely, does that in every movie. Absolutely, dude. So, you definitely got to give number three to Danny DeVito. Uh, two, I would give to Tiffany Haddish. Um, I absolutely loved her in this. She was so great as a median. And uh, the fact when they're all, you know, sitting in the circle, joining hands and everything. And she's st- <laughs> she starts, you know, getting into her trance and starts snoring. And every <laughs> Everyone's just like, should we wake her up? And she's just like, do you mind? I'm trying to focus here. <laughs> shit was great. I loved it. Dude, I love um, Tiffany Haddish. Right? She was so good in this. Um, but number one, uh, I definitely got to give to uh, Lakeith Stanfield, um, who played Ben. Um, not only was his um, backstory, and ho- not only his backstory, but his whole story throughout was so, so good. His acting was absolutely incredible, and um, yeah, I absolutely freaking loved him in this movie. Um, so yeah, that would be my top three. Gosh, I I think I got to agree with you. Like, yeah, I I, <laughs> I will say this. So my number one and two, absolutely, Lakeith Stanfield, Tiffany Haddish, all day. My number okay. three, I was kind of bouncing back and forth between. Danny DeVito and Jared Leto because I felt his performance of like with the Hatbox Ghost, whatever to whatever degree that he was playing the Hatbox Ghost, um, fair. I felt like he he did like a really good job with like the voice acting, like it sounded scary, um, super intimidating, and and like the the Hatbox Ghost just kind of had this this look about him that was really like just terrifying so i i, I thought that very true it was crazy um but yeah i think danny i gotta give it to danny devito because it's freaking danny devito dude they got exactly him. Like, you want to talk about someone oh, like okay listen i know danny devito ages but it's like unfortunately it's like it, no one tells his body because he's still doing shit like they had to throw him up on wires for some of the shit that they did to him. Like it, that for someone like his age, that is wild. Yeah, seriously. Like he's still Sweet. doing a lot of physical humor, which is fantastic. And like, yeah, I, I freaking agreed. love it. 
Um, I will say I 100% thought that uh, he died. <laughs> That's fair. I thought the same thing. Uh, but l- luckily he didn't. <laughs> yeah, thank thank goodness. Um, <laughs> but I was like, oh shit. Like when he was dying and the, like he sees the hat box ghost coming at him, I'm like, oh shit. And so, like, obviously, like, when he was taken over, I thought the hatbox goes left him, and then it's just, like, his dead corpse just falls to the floor. I was like, dude, what is this movie? <laughs> dude, imagine if Disney did that. That'd be insane. That would have been a Bahalsy move. Yeah, very. But, <laughs> like, I, I, I would have lost my mind, dude. That was freaking... Same here. Terrifying. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I I I think that's why I'm giving it to Danny. It like I said, it it could flip flop, but I think I got to give it to him just because of what he had to go through, and obviously he was fantastic. He was freaking Danny DeVito. True. Um, but yeah, every, like same thing with Tiffany Haddish and Lakeith Stanfield. I think they play their parts amazingly well. This is easily the best acting that I feel we've seen from Tiffany Haddish. Absolutely agree. Absolutely. Yeah, and obviously we'll get into it with costumes, but she looked fantastic. She did so good. Yeah, so loved it. Um, so where are you sitting with uh, your acting score? Um, I don't know. No one really brought it down for me that much, if any. Um, so I'd say like I'm a little above writing, or not a little, like. A couple points, so I'm going 89. I might be a hair lower than you. Like, I think I'm sitting around an 87. Alright. Um, ooh. Interesting. So, okay. I was going to say, like, this is technically, like, a scary movie, so do we do, like, the logic of this? But I think there's enough development to justify us doing the character development. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, this is some of the best uh, character development I've seen in any horror movie. Yeah. I guess not horror. I mean, would you really, no, you really can't count this as a horror movie, right? I, or can you? Considering I didn't end up plugging my ears at any point, I'm going to say no. (laughs) Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. So I think the one with like the biggest growth was definitely Ben. Um. Absolutely. Kind of having that acceptance and just yeah, kind of like ridding himself of of the Excuse guilt me. that he felt over how his wife had passed. Mm-hmm. Um. So I thought. Like that growth was really well done, and it's like it's interesting to see because it's like he, I think it, like the way that they did it was really well done. So it's just you see him like at the freaking bottom, like rock, rock bottom, like with how he's yeah. continuing to do his wife's ghost tours and everything, basically like ripping on anyone who believes, uh, that in that stuff, and then working towards um 
like believing in ghosts and spirits, but then like kind of coming face to face with his guilt again. Um, when he realizes that he can't communicate with his, his wife and then like never really like getting over that until he has to help someone else through their grief and like helping uh Travis through his grief about his his father like that was that was fantastic um no it, it, i absolutely agree especially that scene when they're down in i think it was the basement right yeah like some sort of basement um, like yeah but how Travis is just screaming like you know it's it's it um, it never got better once he left. It's never going to get better. And just like, I don't know. I feel that like, um, you know, I, it's definitely not something that they tried to set out for, but like, it, it, I feel it's a very heavy topic about a kid wanting to just end it all just to be with their, their dad again. Um, like that, that was, that was pretty hard. That was pretty hard hitter. Um, but, uh, the f- the fact that Ben was you know able to talk him out of it and everything because um, you know it actually wasn't his dad yeah um was such a great not only a great character moment for Ben but just a great scene in general dude did you have any indication that his dad was dead no uh uh-uh. that was a freaking shock to me too yeah I was like oh shit okay like, usually wow. I feel like I'm able to call freaking- that gut punch yeah, I, know. I felt like i was a like i'm usually able to call shit like that out but mm-hmm. i think they pulled it off like well enough that i didn't quite see it coming until he was like i'm gonna like stay and talk to my dad and then he just like opens up a notebook i was like what the <gasps> you're so oh oh no okay. oh no this is gonna go horribly <laughs> Because, yeah, during this, I'm like, wait, I doubt that they have any cell service out here. Like, there's I know, that's like, what I thought, too. Oh. I was just like, this seems like an odd time to call your dad. <gasps> okay, I get it now. Yeah, I I, I flipped out, like, real bad. <laughs> yeah, that, ugh. Emotional gut punch. Super emotional gut punch, man. Like, oh. So... Where 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 are you sitting with uh, character development? Uh, I don't know. For the most part, I feel it was pretty solid. It wasn't like anything like groundbreaking, but overall, like I thought it was a really good um, character arc for uh, for our main character Ben. Um, so I think. Hmm. I think I'll be like slightly above. My uh, my writing and stories. So I'll go like an eighty-six. I am actually going the opposite direction. Um, actually, I might be going to, down to like an eighty-three. Like, not saying it was like horrible or anything. Like, it was still good. I'd just say it's above. It it was above average, but just not quite up in like the eighty-five range. Okay. And I thought Caleb liked this movie more than I did. I thought I did, too. 
Oh, shit. Okay. I mean, I guess we'll see with our personal scores. I feel that's where it's really going to come oh, down yeah. to it. I, I feel like that might differ a lot. All right. But yeah. next up, we got effects. These were so good. Yeah, I thought these were... I mean, I will say that because like, the glow around the ghost is blue. And so it reminded me a lot of uh, Ghostbusters Answer the Call of how the ghosts look in that one, yeah. which I'm totally fine with. I'm actually okay with because I love how the ghosts look in that movie. Um, yeah, they did look so, really good. Right? So, yeah, not only how just the um, how, like the other ghosts looked, um, not the main ghosts. Um, those, yeah, those, those look great, but freaking the Hatbox ghost looks so freaking good. Like, holy shit. Um, I feel that they definitely did not um, cheap out when it came to the effects of these of this movie. Ooh, not even which a I little really bit. appreciate. Oh yeah, dude. I feel you can't with a haunted mansion movie. Yeah, like this is definitely one where their budget shows, but yes, it it's done well. Like it, it's the way that I, like I'm looking at this is like uh, with Madame Leota. I loved that. I'm like I. You get to see her in and out of her little uh, uh, crystal ball, but when she's in it, she has like this otherworldly vibe about her, and you can tell that they did some like CG enhancements on her face. Um, I don't know exactly yeah, what honestly, they did, but if I didn't know. I honestly wouldn't have guessed that that was Jamie Lee Curtis. Same. At least when she's in the ball. Yeah. Like, when she's, you know, in, like, re- real life, yeah, you can de- I can definitely tell it's Jamie Lee Curtis. But, yeah, in the ball, like, no. Even her voice, like, you can definitely tell she disguised it a little bit. Um, Yeah, I never, I never would have guessed that's Jamie Lee Curtis. Dude, even outside of the crystal ball, it didn't quite sound like her. That's fair. That's, that is like, fair. Like, it was very few and far between, like, the moments where I was like, oh, yeah, that is Jamie Lee Curtis. But in the crystal ball, I was like, I'm having a real tough time seeing her. Yeah, right? I mean, I mean, that's good. Oh, yeah. Like, that, I appreciate that they, you know, definitely tried to change. They they definitely tried to make her not look like Jamie Lee Curtis to where everyone was just like, oh, yeah, it's Jamie Lee Curtis. It's not Madame Leota. Like, they actually tried to uh, make her make her look different than what she usually looks like. Um, yeah, I, I really appreciate it. it. looked really good. I, I appreciate the hell out of that. And, uh, like, it's nice, too, because, like, like what she just said, it does kind of separate the actor from the character. Um, so I think that worked out really well in its favor. Agreed. Um, but, yeah, the, all the ghosts looked amazing. Um I'll say this, like, I'll throw in, like, the paintings and stuff. The paintings that you see are really freaking scary. Dude, seriously, especially, like, the guy uh, with the axe. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> Dude. Like, I mean, I, I wish that we wouldn't have seen it in the trailer when Ben's walking through the hallway and each picture of that guy keeps changing. Yeah. Um... Like I real like I get you know they wanted to show that in the trailer to you know like really get people hyped for this movie, but like I wish that the movie was the first time we saw that because like that is such a great scene I love that agreed, um, 
Dude, one of my personal favorite, like at least when it comes to like the paintings, was the one of the bride at the beginning. Ooh, that painting yeah. was scary. Yeah, that shit was terrifying. Yeah, I love that. And then, like, when you see her scene later, when Ben's going into the attic, and you see, like, the pictures of her and all of her ex-husbands, and then, like, Ben would walk past it, and then, their like, their head would be gone. And I was like, oh, shit. Dude. Oh, shit. And then... Like when, uh, when Ben is is like sitting there and he like looks at the mirror and he sees that his head is gone. It took me a second to realize what he was like doing. I was like, "Okay, what's up with this?" And then I noticed his head was gone. I was like, <gasps> <laughs> "Like I like there were so many times where I like gasped <laughs> in this movie." Yeah, because I was just sitting there like, <laughs> "What's going?" <gasps> oh no. <laughs> Oh, freak! Like, it, it, yeah, this this shit got wild, and I I loved it for that. It was oh so good. Um, gosh, one scene that I wasn't expecting to look as good as it did is when Ben was running like through the uh, the ghost realm. Yes, yeah, that looked great. Yeah, like like that was it was just as like. I think this is where it like matched the ride really well, where the ride they they're trying to like jar you. So like kind of throw off your sense of direction cuz they're constantly spinning you. Like things are are doing like weird weird stuff and so it, it's like it's disorienting. Disorientating. Yeah. If that's the word. But like it it's I thought they did like fantastic with that. Absolutely agree. I mean, overall, the effects were like rock solid. I mean, obviously, you get like the obvious CGI with the Hatbox Ghost and some of like the other ghosts, but I think they did a, a decent job, like at least making it look as real as they could. Oh, the freaking like the yeah. I forget what like which ghost it was, but the one with like the bulging eye. I think it's like the lamp lighter. Or whatever, when he took over Ben's body, and like he, Ben kind of has that bulging eye for a second, I was like, "Oh, jeez, <laughs> yeah." Like the the effects were solid in this. They were agreed. Honestly, this might have cracked the '90s for me. Like I, I thought they did a really yeah. w- good job. I am docking for the the CG rubberiness though. Um, all right, fair. So I think that's gonna keep me at like. I I think it's gonna keep me like at a ninety. Yeah, I would. I would absolutely agree. All right, next up we got music. This was a pretty freaking kick-ass soundtrack. It was. It definitely was. Um, I. I will say I've heard better in like this kind of like um what's the word like the genre Yeah, this genre and this kind of setting of film uh like you know like anything haunted um but overall like it it really was pretty damn good. Like nothing that I mean I wasn't like humming any of the tunes leaving the theater. I mean, you don't get anything that you're just like, oh, I can sing along to. It's mostly just, you know, like humming main themes, stuff like that. 
Um, I mean, I kind of got that near the end, like that final song, a little bit. Like that's kind of been I, fair enough. Like it, it's interesting because it's like that's not the song that got stuck in my head. <laughs> like when I left for like whatever reason, it was like the is a completely different song. Which it was one? like the the spooky spooky skeletons one. Oh my god! Uh, and like I said, I don't like no idea why that was the one that got stuck in my head, but it did. <laughs> All right. Um, it's a good song. Yeah, but I I love the the incorporation of like the New Orleans style music. Yeah. Yes. Oh, absolutely loved that. Yeah, like so like when good. the like when the movie opened and uh, you know, showcased the the setting was going to be New Orleans. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. Oh, this is going to be great. Dude, same. Same here. Dude, that made me want to go to freaking New Orleans for a funeral. <laughs> Dude, seriously. Like yeah, like it, it got me freaking pumped. Like I was just, I I was in it. I was ready to freaking yeah. go. Um, oh, I love gosh, it. Music wise, I, I don't know where I'm sitting with this one. I, I think I'm like leaning more towards an eight. I'd be like at an eight and a half. I can go eight or nine. I'm at an eight. Okay. Sorry, I, I, I can absolutely meet I you there. Like that, that one 100% makes sense. All right. Next up, we got costumes and bro. So, so good. These were fantastic. Like I'm, I, I'm thinking like Madame Leota's dude. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. Hers, um, f- uh, I already forgot her name. Haddish's character. Oh, freaking uh, Harriet. Harriet, dude, loved her. Yeah, loved hers. There, just like uh, their aesthetic in general was like off the hook. Yeah, agreed. Um, do I? I I really dug um. Lakeith Stanfield's look. Yes, I agree. Like he, yeah, he looked great. He kind of had like a, uh, like from Princess and the Frog, Doctor Facilier, or like kind of that like vibe. Dude, can you imagine if he was chosen for the live action? Oh, I would lose that my is shit. perfect casting. Perfect. Dude, he nailed that look. Like, I'm almost bummed that it it got used. It's like it's already used in this movie because I'm like that would have translated so well because he like he has that like just that aesthetic about him in this where I'm like, dude, he could have he easily played Doctor Facilier. Yeah, he really could have. Like in a in a freaking perfect world, like. I easily should would have been cast, but <laughs> old oh man, I I was pumped to see him. Yeah, uh, like I loved his look like so much. Like I I I liked him better with the the longer dreads than I liked his short hair. Dude, same here. Yeah, 
Like, like don't wrong, he looked good with short hair, but dude, he looks so those, cool. Those freaking dreadlocks were killing it. Oh yeah, like he looks so cool. Um, everyone else, I mean, they kind of had like basic costumes, but I mean, I won't dock it too much. Like, I mean, uh, Rosario Dawson, like her her outfits were were nice, um, yeah. well, like well put together. But I mean, those it's. Lakeith Stanfield, uh, freaking Tiffany Haddish, and Jamie Lee Curtis were the standouts, and and I'll Absolutely also say the Hatbox Ghost was a pretty decent standout too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I, I dug what they did with that, uh, that whole look. Like they they translated it well because I don't think you ever see him with his head on. Like you only see his head inside the hat box. So. I thought like that looked incredible. It did. Um, gosh, do we dare go up to a ten? I mean, I can give a ten. Yes. Part of me is like somewhat. Uh, you know what? I, if a ten feels strong I, for I mean, me I'm because a... I'm sitting at like a nine and a half. But if you if you're giving it a ten, I can give it a ten. I'm more at like a soft ten. I I was I was trying to agree with you more. I'm more at a nine, man. Sorry. Why are you apologizing? It's your score, dude. Cause you know me. Come on. <laughs> All right. Last up, we got our own personal score. <clears throat> All right. You want me to take this yeah. one? Yeah. I want to hear where you're okay. sitting at first. Okay. So overall. Really, really good adaptation of uh, the ride. Um, like I said, I've never read, read, rode uh, Haunted Mansion um, at Disneyland or Disney World, any of those places. But um, honestly, um, if the ride's atmosphere is anything like this movie, then sign me up. Um, because not only are the characters really good, the storytelling is really good, but just the whole atmosphere is amazing the the effects are great um this is a really good um movie that is based off a off an attraction um so i think i'm sitting hmm i think i'm saying an 83 that's fair that is absolutely fair. Um, honestly, I'm just a couple points higher than you. I'm sitting at like a solid eighty-five. Um, no, I, I'll I'll give it a couple. I'll, I'll give it a couple below. bonus. I'll give it a couple bonus. I'll I'm, I'll sit at like an eighty-seven. I enjoyed the okay. hell out of this movie. Um, I went into it already kind of a little anxious because I was afraid it was going to be like super scary. It was like the perfect level of scary for me. There was no cheap jump scares, which I think that alone deserves the the freaking bonus points. Um, so I, I appreciated that there were no jumps or not, no undeserved jump scares, the story was really well done. Like pacing was good. Like everything about this was really solid. It wasn't like the best in the world or anything, but it was, it was really good. And like, it was fun too. Um, I enjoy, like, I really enjoyed how fun this, this movie was. 
like in the end and how heartfelt it it had was too like I, I feel like they can get super distracted like trying to go scary that they fail to give us like a solid story and this just kind of proves that you can kind of have both that's a good yeah that's true so yeah i i'm gonna sit at like an 87 all right well with that uh that actually concludes this week's uh breakdown so going through the categories real quick uh starting off with story uh we are sitting at a very sturdy 85 same thing with writing acting got a couple points higher sitting at an 88 character development was the kind of the lower point of this sitting at an 84.5 the effects averaged out to a 90 music we agreed sitting at an eight because really good uh costume sitting at a nine just shy of 10 um and then our personal score averaged out to an 85 so with that, the final All Bros letter grade for Haunted Mansion 2023 has come out to a... Oh, hold on. I scroll down. <laughs> a B plus. Hey, not bad. Not bad at all. Um, so it is sitting at an 8656 uh, which, in terms of B+, it was real close to not cracking B+. Our cutoff is uh, is 86. And, like like I said, this got an 86.56. So it was seriously a half percentage away from being in the B range. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so, going through... Let's see... You set the chart. Alright, where are you? Okay, right here. Alright, so Haunted Mansion. Like I said, sitting at an 86.56. Puts it on the exact same level as Scream 2022. Okay. Yeah, I can absolutely get behind that. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can as well. Um, going what it's below first, it's sitting below Frozen 2, which is at an 86.59. Okay. It is below In the Heights, which is at an 86.81. It's below Nightmare Alley, which is at an 86.87. It's below Nobody, which is at an 87. And then it is below Halloween, 1978, which is at an 87.06. And I'm okay with that. (laughs) All right, going the opposite direction, it is sitting above Black Adam. Yes. Yeah, which is at an 86.5. It is also above Evil Dead Rise, which is at an 86.43. Alright, I'll accept it. Yeah. It's above Captain Marvel, which is at an 86.25. Wow, okay. And then it is also above Spider-Man Homecoming, which is at an 86.22. And then finally it is above Nightmare on Elm Street, which is at an 86.12. 
All right. Yeah, I am not upset about this ranking whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I don't think I am either. That's a pretty damn good ranking. Yeah, that's not gonna lie. a super solid ranking. Yeah. One of the the more like the the less controversial ones we've had recently. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that that is very true. Uh, so maybe that's why I like it so much. It just it's yeah fair. But anyway, um, unless you have anything else you want to say about this movie, other than go check it out. Nah, yeah, I got nothing. Okay. Um. Well, we appreciate everyone that interacted with us today or listened to this episode um thank you so much for being a part of the things that we love to do and putting up with our bs (laughs) i thought he was gonna say the albros family honestly for a minute i mean that too i guess oh okay Uh i let him say that too sure (laughs) (laughs) This passes it off, okay. Damn. Um, yeah. So, if you like this episode, want to check out more of our stuff, be sure to follow us on all social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, uh, YouTube, basically anywhere that you can find anything. We are at the All Bros. Um, you can also catch all of our episodes. Um, if on your favorite podcast hosting site, we are basically everywhere. Um, big shout out for Sam Nelson for harassing me this episode. <laughs> Freaking love it when that happens. Oh, man. Um, so yeah. Uh, so next, or yeah, oh, I feel like I missed a thing. You can also check out our website, tinyurl.com forward slash the Albros, um, where you can find links to everything that we do. Next week, uh, we will be breaking down Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Uh, yes. So we are so excited. Oh, yeah. We are super excited. We're, we're so excited. We're, we're making next week. In an entire week of Ninja Turtles yeah, on everything, buddy. so be prepared for that. Um, but until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we will catch you guys next time. Deuces! Ooh, so long. Kind of squeaked there a little bit. Whoa, Caleb hit puberty again, <laughs> finally. <laughs>